Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so thrilled today to have my client, Carly Thompson, here with us. We have a short episode today. We're going to chat about why Carly wanted to do coaching. Um, maybe that can help some of you guys feel like feel it out if it's the right fit for you or if you're kind of on the fence or you've been thinking about it or you just want to know more about it. This is going to be so helpful. And even if not, what I'm hoping is that this is inspiring to you wherever you may be, whatever help you're seeking. So without further ado, Carly, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Okay. Um, I am a mother of three. I have a five-year-old and uh, almost three-year-old and an eight-month-old. And I get to stay home with them, which is wonderful. I love it. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um I've been married to my best friend for almost eight years now, which is crazy. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. Um, And I am working to be a health coach. Yeah. So that's so fun. Carly, you found, let's see, did you want to do coaching before you coached with me or was it through coaching with me that you decided on coaching? I kind of looked at it, at it before because I worked as a medical assistant before I had my kids and I loved interacting with the patients. Cool. And so when I had my kids, I wanted to find something I could do and be home with them. And so I'd seen it before, um, but I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And I, so anyway, yeah. Okay. That's so cool. Well, we're going to talk more about you and coaching. So let's reverse. Will you tell us, walk us through, um, you have three kids, right? Tell us mm-hmm. your, their ages again. Did you already say this? Sorry. Your, your kids are five, almost three and eight months old. Okay. Five, three, and eight months. That's about, I mean, you had them just a little bit more spread out than I did, but that's, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay. And you're homeschooling your oldest, right? Right now with I COVID. Am. Yep. Yeah. And then that's that. So, um, you, okay. You were one of my clients that hired me as her coach, the soonest postpartum. I think that I have ever had anybody. You were like, how postpartum <laughs> were you when you hired me? Um, Aubrey was three weeks old, three weeks. Yeah. You were three weeks postpartum. That's so amazing though. I love it. I even, by the way, I've been wanting to say this on this podcast. I've been meaning to say it. I want you guys to know if you're pregnant and expecting a baby, great time to start coaching with me. I just want you to don't think that you have to be postpartum to work with the postpartum coach. Like I want you to know that it's so great to do this work before you have your baby. And usually what we do is we take a two week break. Once the baby comes, if you want it, usually people do most of my clients hire me postpartum. I'll just be honest, but I have had a client, um, hire me before having her baby. So just wanted you guys to know if you're pregnant because it's so great to get a head start on all these tools. Okay. Short little snippet there. Um, so you hired me three weeks postpartum and tell me, tell us, tell all of us like a little bit about what you were experiencing and really just take some time here and paint the picture for us. Um, because this is really where I think all of us can relate. So I'd love it if you could just share Carly a little bit about what you were feeling, what you were thinking, what you were experiencing when you had that baby and when did you come across me and you know, what made you want to do coaching over other solutions out there? So go for it. 
So I had um, postpartum depression with my first, my five-year-old. And so I tried all kinds of self-help stuff. And some of it helped, um, but nothing like completely. I didn't really feel like myself until I worked with you. Um, but I listened, I found life coaching podcasts and I listened to a whole bunch of them and they were really helpful for me. Um, but I hit a point where I didn't know how to get out of the cycle of, okay, I've got this demand. I learned this new thing on the podcast and okay, I'm going to do this and plan it out. Then I use a whole lot of power to try and do what I was learned. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden I revert back and I couldn't get out of that cycle. I didn't know how to get out of that. And I was feeling really depressed and anxious even more than I realized. I didn't realize how depressed I was until I started coming out of it after working with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I saw one of your Instagram posts and I thought, this lady, this lady speaks to my soul. <laughs> oh, I want to know what I was saying. Yeah, I, I don't remember, but I just remember thinking, um, you get it. And you were so genuine. And I thought, I, ha- I have to work with her. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I said to my husband, I was like, I need, I need to work with Liz. And she's, he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a little on the fence about it. Um, but he, since uh, I worked with you, he has told me that it was the best money you've ever spent. <laughs> are, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it's the best money we've ever spent. Anyway. Um, That's so beautiful. Yeah. I was just tired of trying to do it myself. Yeah. And I was really ready for, to change. I was tired of just kind of surviving through my motherhood and because I wanted to really find joy because, you know, you hear that motherhood is this, is the greatest calling. I've been taught that and I truly believe that. Yeah, I do too. But I was stuck. I was just so stuck in my depression and anxiety in my, in my head that I wasn't really feeling that joy. Mm, um, yeah. So anyway, that's why I hired you because oh. I wanted to find that joy. Well, I'm so sorry you felt that way, but I also, I truly believe this for any of you who might be where Carly was at the time. And it's not like Carly's life is perfect or mine. <laughs> well, let's be clear here. Coaching is not like a, a twinkling experience where you just are all of a sudden everything's better all the time. Not at all. But no. yeah, for sure. You feel like you have more control over your emotions. You understand you can break out of the habits that you really want to all of mm-hmm. that. But, um, okay. Now I have to remember what I was going to say. Oh yeah. I was just going to say that, um, I truly, truly believe this was my experience. And this is what I witnessed over and over again, that struggles postpartum, you know, lose feeling like you are not yourself and feeling like you can't get out of the same old stuff is a gift. It is an opportunity to do work that maybe you wouldn't have needed to do otherwise. And it, you postpartum is such a unique time because you're more, I don't want to say fragile, but just more vulnerable. I, like there, you're just more, um, you can be more emotional. There's so much more on the table to work with postpartum and combine that with any hormones and low sleep. And it's just such a beautiful time to have help and support. And I just love that it sets this foundation for, um, future, not, not just getting out of postpartum, but also anything else you might want to do. It just gives you so many mental and emotional tools. And that was kind yeah, of your experience. Definitely. Right. Tell me a little bit more about, well, first, okay. Before we go into, um, where you are now and the work you're doing and just managing, like feeling called to do something outside of the home, but also loving your motherhood. I want to talk a little bit about how you struck that balance, but tell us a little bit about, um, what specifically about coaching really helped you. I think it was 
that I didn't have to be scared of my emotions. I was, I felt so at the mercy of my emotions. I didn't understand how to change them. And I remember thinking, oh, if I feel sad, then I'm going to be depressed again. So I can't let that sadness in because then I'm going to be depressed again with my second. I remember thinking that. And it was, it was so scary for me. I think that we created a lot of anxiety in me. And then I think anxiety ended up leading to more depression because I wouldn't feel those negative emotions mm, um, yeah. that I was so scared of. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that anxiety can be the most alarming, startling emotion. And I think many women who are experiencing anxiety, when they come to me, there's a lot of fear of their own mind and body and just like, what yeah. the heck is going on? That it, yeah. yeah. And so I think that's one of the first things we do. If that's you, I want you guys to know, like the first thing you've got to do is, um, find a way. And this is what I help you with. So don't feel like you have to do it on your own if you don't want to, but finding a way to neutralize it and just like, come just befriend it. And that doesn't mean you have to love it, but when you calm yourself down with it, you can actually work through it and understand why it's there, right? Because when we're afraid of our anxiety, we're not also strategizing and like figuring out why it's there and understanding our triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, what else with coaching? Anything else you want to share about um, just anything that stuck out to you in your experience of coaching? Anything you want other people to know about it or any maybe any little moment you want to share, you know, anything you got? Um, I really loved some of the tools that I learned. Like I loved learning, um, what do you call it? The brain dump or like you, I would just put a paper out on the counter and I would just write down my thoughts throughout the day when I was struggling with something and I couldn't figure out what it was. I would just write my thoughts out. And then later on in the day, I would read through it. And I was able to find those patterns that I couldn't recognize with the individual thoughts. But because I wrote them down, the pattern was really obvious. Um, I really love that so much. That That was so helpful for me. Good. And it was easy. It didn't take that much time or effort. Yeah. So what Carly's saying is, she calls it a brain dump and that's what I call it. Um, some people call it a thought download, but just putting your thoughts on paper. I know it sounds so simple, but exactly what Carly's saying, it is simple actually. And it is easy and it's profound because especially with anxiety, once you can see the thought in front of you, it's not just bouncing around in your brain for some reason, it is so much less powerful there on the paper in front of you. And I think it's because your lower brain, like it feels so real, but when you see it on paper in front of you, your higher brain gets to look at it. And then sometimes we're like, oh, that's silly. Or, oh, that doesn't make sense. Or, huh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. You know, 
It's important not to judge yourself when you do that, but cool. Anything else you want to share with coaching? Yeah, well, I I love the model too. Something that was really interesting for me is I used to um, have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. That was a real struggle for me. Um, And I caught the thought one morning was, um, I just don't want to do this. And I was like, oh. (laughs) So then I put it in the model and the result ended up being I would do just the bare minimum that I needed to do that day. And the bare minimum was just the things I didn't want to do. So that thought was creating the actions that made me live that thought that I just didn't want to do those things. It was so, it was a big moment for me when I was able to make that connection. I actually remember that day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember you brought it to me. I was like, oh, just, just pay attention to it and see what thoughts are there or whatever. And you did, and you found that one. I just don't want to do this. That's so interesting. And it's crazy how, yeah, you, it, noticing that that thought was there when you put it in the model, what you saw was that it, you were only doing the things you didn't want to do. And so it was like a self-perpetuating cycle. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how coaching has impacted other parts of your life, because I know that's one thing you just raved about to me. Um, you just were like, and and in your client testimonial, so it's not on my website yet. My website designers putting it up this week. Um, but if you just go to lizzielangston.com, you can see all the client testimonials and Carly's picture is so beautiful. Her family is so cute. All my clients' families are so cute. <laughs> I love them. So beautiful. Um, but I remember you talking to me, like, you know, what your husband said about coaching. It's definitely impacted your marriage, your motherhood. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you've seen in those other areas of your life? Cause you hired me for like your depression and anxiety, but how else has it impacted things? It's hard for me to like pinpoint specifically because it just impacted everything. I think that's because it just changes the way I perceive my experiences and the way I view my life, um, which is amazing. But some of the things I can really pinpoint is it, it really did change my relationship with my husband um, because we've been, we've been married for almost seven years. And in that time, we were, we've been really codependent. And, um, and I thought it was my responsibility to make him happy. Um, and I was in charge of fixing any of those negative emotions, but any negative emotion he had, I thought it was because of me, um, or something I had done or not done. And, um, it's really made a huge difference for me to understand that he's in charge of his emotions and he can feel whatever emotion he wants to or needs to in that moment. And that I'm also allowed to feel whatever emotion I want to or need to in that moment. And that I don't have to just be a robot and pretend to be happy all the time so that I don't make him uncomfortable. So that's, that's one area where it's really. Oh my gosh. Can you like say that again? <laughs> so good. The robot one. Say it again. Say it. Yeah. Um, it's okay for me to feel any emotion I need to. I'm not a robot. I, right. and I learned that with my kids too. That's another area where I really didn't realize it, but I was trying to be a robot mom. Like I want, I didn't ever want them to see me experiencing a negative emotion. Um, and if I were, was angry, it wasn't okay for me to express my anger in any way. They weren't allowed to know that I was angry or sad or frustrated or any of those kinds of emotions. I wouldn't, I tried my hardest (laughs) not to show that. And it ended up, I showed them lots of negative emotion later when I was depressed and anxious. Mm. So that's, that's really how it really has impacted my my motherhood. So, Mm, yeah, I remember that. And I think it's been so beautiful to, see you blossom and just be more of who you are in your motherhood 
and less of yeah. like the supposed to's and the shoulds and more of just Carly being Carly. And that's what your kids get to see. And it's just brings so much life and liveliness to your motherhood and actual genuine connection with them rather than like the feigning interest or the, yeah, like what you called it, the pretending, yeah. which by the way, you're yeah. not the only one that does that. I think we all do that. <laughs> and if, if you guys are like, man, I think I do that just so you know, it's learned, it's taught. It's not because you're bad or you're not authentic. It's because we just care so much about our calling that we esteem so highly as the calling of motherhood. Of course we do, right? Of course we do. But, um, sometimes what we do in, in, um, effort to be such a great mom is we like are trying to be something that we're not. And it kind of feels yucky. But we don't know it until we end up, you know, anxious and depressed and we don't realize how many of our actual emotions we're kind of pushing aside or denying ourselves or judging out of the way. Any thoughts on that, Carly? Well, and I, I feel like um, we do that in an effort to make other people comfortable, too. I noticed that in my like life besides my husband and my kids, I was doing the same thing. Like if, if I believe something opposite of what someone else I was talking to, I, I would be small. I would, wouldn't talk about it. Um, cause I wanted them to feel comfortable. Right. Um, but I lost myself in doing all of that. And all of a sudden I wasn't interacting with people and I was depressed and I was anxious after talking with people and, um, since being able to work through my, my thoughts and understanding that my thoughts create my emotions, um, my social anxiety has gone away. Well, not completely. It's not perfect. It's something I'm still working on, but it's enabled me to really um, be me and not try to hide it. And I don't know. It's almost, I feel like an opening up. Like I had closed myself off so much and now I really feel myself opening up and I have more energy and space and time. And I find joy in serving other people and interacting with other people Whereas before, I was just holding on so tight to have enough energy to um, take care of my kids in the day. And that's all I had left because of all of that pretending. But once yeah. I stopped pretending, um, I actually find that it, people connect with me better now that I open up and I show that I'm not a robot, I'm not perfect, that life's not perfect um, my relationships are so much better. Gosh. And I think that's what we all really want in the end, like more yeah. than we want to be perfect. I think we really want deep connection with other imperfect people Yeah, because <laughs> we know we're not perfect. And so instead of pretending we are in any way or trying to be so hard in an inordinate amount, it's like letting his grace in and linking arms with other women who are also imperfect and enjoying that. That's like my favorite. I found some of my favorite friends after going through coaching, just be, and, and not because anyway, just because I think I came more at peace with my humanness, which actually helped me let the savior in a lot more too. Um, I wanted to make one little clarification here about coaching, which is that I don't know that it's coaching. That is what changes people. I really think it's people that like my clients change themselves. It's just that coaching shows them how to do that. Um, I wanted to make that little distinction because I don't, I don't want you to think you need coaching to be an amazing person. I think there's many people that have never had coaching. They're amazing people. Um, but you know, if you are drawn to this and if you want help now and you just want help and you love the results that I've gotten through coaching and Carly and any other of my clients or anything like that, like that would be a great reason to do coaching. 
Um, and if you just know that there's more potential in you and more connection that you want and, you know, these things you want to feel and you just don't know how to get there, especially if you've tried on your own, like Carly kind of had with the podcast, um, and you know, for sure, like come talk to me. So you guys can always book a consult, lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. Okay. So let's talk about where you are now. So you're doing this health coaching. Just give us just a snippet of why you wanted to go into coaching and how are you, I know like one thing that came up for you when you were thinking about, um, going to do a coaching certification and investing in yourself that way was you something about the shoulds with motherhood and like working outside the home, maybe even, and, and tell me what came up for you and how you manage that. So I had a stay at home mother and I loved it. It was the greatest. And I, my mother-in-law is a stay at home mother and they, I, they, I look up to them in that way. And I had always been taught. And I feel like culturally in the, in my church that that has been taught not that that's doctrine or anything, but I feel like culturally that's been taught. And so it was so ingrained in my mind that if I were to be a good mother, I needed to only work in the home. Um, and so it was something I really had to spend a lot of time thinking about and praying about. Um, but I came to, I came to find that I can do both. <laughs> and actually I am because I'm so happy and I feel so much purpose that I find more purpose in my motherhood and more creativity and fun and play in my motherhood because I am allowed to be adult Carly and pursue the things that I feel called to and that I, that lights me up, that I love. And I, that's what coaching does for me. I love being able to talk to people and help ease their suffering. Um, just like you did, you gave me different perspectives and gave me someone that listened to me that I didn't have to worry about burdening or that they would really be worried about me or whatever other things that I can think about was concerned about was opening up with my friends and um, family and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It just, yeah, I'm a better mother because of it, because I feel called to it. Um, and then it's okay, okay for me to do those things that I love. Yeah. I love that. Thanks. You're so gracious and, and kind. And thanks for sharing all that. Um, and I think I've interviewed a few clients who either are coaches or have gone to coaching. I just want you guys to know I'm not pumping out coaches on purpose. I'm not telling people to go be coaches at all. And many of my clients like aren't coaching. So just to be clear, (laughs) it's not like I have clients who are teachers. I do have like about half and half. I feel like half my clients are more full-time stay at home moms. And then half my clients are more working moms. So it's, I love both so much and I've done both and I, really circumstances are neutral, right? So it's like what, how much time you spend with your kids doesn't actually create the quality of your motherhood. Your thoughts do and your feelings and how you feel them. Yeah. 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 We'll make a song about that. (laughs) All right, cool. All right. So any last little bits of what would you want to say to somebody who might be listening tonight? Um, who is feeling, I don't know, maybe that untapped potential or is, needing help, um, or identify, starting to kind of see and identify that they're wanting some help or, or whatever you want to say, what would you like to say to all the podcast listeners, Carly? Um, I'd love to tell them that joy really is possible in your motherhood. Joy. It doesn't have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be something that just sucks you dry. Um, which is how I was doing it before. Um, it really, it really can be that joyful calling that is creative and, beautiful and it's not perfect all the time because life is 50 50 um and but it's beautiful and I I do love it now and and 
I think it's also important to remember that you are a person inside your motherhood. I think that's one of my biggest takeaways. Um, you are a person inside of your motherhood. Is that what you said? Yeah. And that because we're people and we're adult people, we're not going to want to sit down and play toys with our kids all day and do just what they want to do. Um, and by trying to do that with my kids, I lost the person, the adult Carly, and I, I lost all the joy. I took all the sweetness out of life and wasn't myself. Mm. Um, so it's important to remember you have those, those desires and for yourself as a person, and it's okay to take time for that. It's more than okay. In fact, what you're finding <laughs> is it, it actually gives back to your motherhood. It's almost like a chain reaction. It's like you put, you put a spoonful of water in the bucket of Carly, the adult, and it puts two spoonfuls back into your motherhood. And then that puts a spoonful back into your adult Carly, you know, whatever your pursuits are. Yeah. Also, I love the idea that I'm teaching my kids to take care of themselves by watching me take care of themselves and showing them that what they want out of life and how they're feeling is valid. And that it's okay to, um, to pursue what they love. Pursue what you love. Yeah. And I want the message here not to be necessarily that you need to be a working mom in order to improve the quality of your motherhood, but rather what, you know, Carly's version of taking care of herself happens to be coaching. But for you, that might be time away each week to do a meditation class or a yoga class or, um, a hobby that you really love. Okay. Or even just like downtime to like do nothing on purpose by yourself. Um, but whatever that looks like for you, right? Whether it's a paid thing and you're building a business or not, it doesn't matter. What matters is your thoughts about yourself and the way you talk to yourself and your connection with yourself. And if you're finding that that's lacking, then I would recommend coaching so much. So it's just lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. Okay, Carly, if anybody wants to connect with you personally and find you on Instagram to just see what you're doing and follow along, um, or if they are interested in health coaching, what kind of health coaching do you do? So I just do general health coaching right now, um, but I found that focusing on simple, um, small shifts in what you're already doing to improve your health is really sustainable. And those kinds of changes I found to come from more of a place of love instead of a place of perfectionism or all or nothing, which personally I found isn't very sustainable. I ended up reverting a lot when I tried to do that. Um, so that's what I really like to focus on with health coaching. Um, you can find cool. me on Instagram. Um, I'm at Carly Thompson Coaching. Carly Thompson and, Coaching. That's K A R L E E and then T H O M P S E N. S O N. S O N. Carly Thompson with an O N Coaching. At Carly Thompson Coaching. Perfect. Yay. I will um, put that in the show notes so that it's easier Perfect. to find. Oh, thank you so much, Carly. It was actually really fun to be able to catch up with you. I haven't talked to you in a little while since you're just doing so great now. (laughs) So, um, I mean, we're all doing great, really. Like I even think the struggle is so great. So it's so beautiful. Oh, I love it all. And that's probably my one kind of trademark or legacy as the postpartum coach is helping women 
love all the emotions, not love them like, Oh, I love feeling mad right now, but just like being open to them and feeling them. That is something that is so revolutionary in your family life and in your personal life and even in your health for goodness sake. Um, yeah. and right. Cause we store emotions in our body when we push them down and we're not dealing with them and, Oh, and so, um, yeah, that's kind of my message that I will leave you guys with. Thanks again, Carly, for being here again. You can check her out at tar- Carly Thompson coaching on Instagram. And then if you would like to work with me, listen to the outro. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms, just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.